theater. Ooh. And I rewatched Top Gun Maverick. This is the first year in a, quite a while that I've been rewatching movies in theaters because they're just yeah. like quality. And they're ones that I'm like, I want to see that again to either get Need something that. more out of it or, or just see this again before it leaves. And Maverick was definitely one of those. And I saw it with a couple yeah. friends. Uh, shout out, Maddie. You told me you listened. So shout out. You're going to hear this. That's hilarious. Uh, nice. And man, I, I don't know what it is because the movie really isn't anything insanely special. Like the plot's mm-hmm. very straightforward. The dialogue is kind of corny, but there's something it about- It is a Top Gun movie. Exactly. But there's something about that style of action filmmaking where they just go full tilt and they just go yeah. no holds barred. And I just, there's such a difference between this and Fast and Furious. Like there just is. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to add Marvel into the conversation, but with those style of action films, there's just something else- and I hope we're going to get back to this kind of filmmaking where you use CGI when you have to, mm-hmm. but for the most part, like it's just good filmmaking, you know, Yeah. and good direction and really good ideas of what you want to do with your story and what you want to do with this kind of thing. Because, I mean, I just want to see, like, it got me hyped to see if Patty Jenkins ever gets to do her Rogue Squadron Star Wars like uh, mm-hmm. space battle type of thing, because I just love this. It's this kinetic like energy that you you just don't get anywhere else, especially because like we're not privy to flying through the air in a fighter jet and what that's <laughs> sure. supposed to be like. So you see it and you're just like, oh my god, the energy, and it's just something where if you were to see one movie in theaters before it leaves, I would I would so highly recommend Top Gun over anything else just because. I don't think this is going to work at home. Like, I really yeah. don't think this is going to work on a on a screen smaller on than a small the theater. Screen. Because you just, the sound, you're like, this feels like this should be. <laughs> like I'm sitting in a jet engine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do um, you think that quality of filmmaking that you're talking about is what is causing its, like, success? I think so. Because it's so weird to talk about. Because, like, on a rewatch, you're like, yeah, this, co- like, it's very simple. It's basically mm-hmm. like Top Gun just with Tom Cruise in the older role. And yeah. so I think so. I think it's the fact that it's polished. You you look at it and you're like, this is just quality. Yeah. And up against Thor, Love and Thunder, up against some of these other movies, up against Bullet Train where it's not bad, but it doesn't feel like this. I can't even describe it. It's organic. Organic. That's a good way of putting it. Again, not the best movie in the world, but it's one of the best theater experiences like you can have right now. Nope is in that conversation as well, but this one is just, Mm. mm, it's something. Something's in the air right now. I would say The Northman also is another one where you're like, in a theater, you feel this, you know? And I hope this trend continues because people are starting to get sick of the whole Marvel deal. Uh, Yeah. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but... Man, Top Gun Maverick, it still slaps, it still rips on a rewatch, <laughs> man. It's a it's a quality film. Um, and on a similar note, or and also a very different note, I hadn't watched a horror movie in quite a while. So I was like, you know what? I need to go to Shudder and just pick something that I feel like is going to be good. So I watched this really bleak film called uh, <laughs> What Josiah Saw, starring Robert Patrick as Josiah. Uh, I've heard of this, yeah. It is... Re- it's basically like if James Wan and Brian Bertino like made a movie together, which is 
feels like it would be right up my alley and it kind of is but at the same time it's like such mm-hmm. a slow burn that i think people are going to lose interest in it after a bit but if you can stick through it and get to the end it's one of those wtf like oh my god endings uh yeah. that you just like it leaves you feeling absolutely awful in the best possible way which is what like brian bertino's specialty um obviously it wasn't by brian bertino or anything but it feels very much like that and the characters man the characters so nuanced the performances yeah. are so specific and so different but the all of the performances are like unbelievable to the level like nick stall isn't it and he just like oh my god throughout <laughs> the whole movie you just feel for this guy until you don't and you're like oh hold on hold on a minute and with horror it's really not easy to get these kinds of performances because like you talk about all the time it's you have to kind of suspend disbelief a lot to be like why yeah. are you doing this why aren't you leaving why is this happening it's just illogical in a lot of ways yeah uh and this movie just oh man it's just a really quality film, beautiful cinematography, and it's on Shutter. So if you like horror movies and you have Shutter, which you should if you like horror movies, give this one a watch and stick it out. It's like two hours, but it's oh man, it's a it's a really all unique, right. creative and messed up movie all the way through. Uh, <laughs> so so those are two of the things that I watched this week. What have what have you been watching? Um, I watched something that I watched two things. One that was like a really big thing that uh, everybody's probably heard of. And one that was this really obscure, tiny little movie that I actually really enjoyed. And like, I don't know how I found it, but um, okay, it was good. So the small thing that I really enjoyed is this Japanese film called Baby Assassins. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um. It's directed by a guy named Yugo Sakamoto. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about, I mean, the, the the title makes you think it's something it's not. It's about these two Japanese women who are like 17, 18, mm-hmm. um, just going out on their own and like trying to quote unquote make it in the world. But there also happen to be assassins. Oh, perfect. And it's very like it's very slice of life. It's just them kind of like going through their lives. Uh-huh. And you know, it's like it's fun. It's it's the two of them are really good counterparts to each other. And and you know, you buy this like your first roommate out of high school kind of vibe, you know, whether mm-hmm. you're going to college or just going out into the real world, like you're like, oh, I have to live with another person. Yeah. Really interesting. And like it's billed as like kind of an action movie, but like there's not a ton of action. But when there is like you've got to watch this movie if for no other reason than the like last 20 minutes is some of the best fight choreography I've ever seen. Okay, okay. It's it's one of those they like go on a raid on this building and. It's wild. It's absolutely (laughs) wild. Um. Where do I find it? And like, if you watch it there, yeah, it's, it's on Amazon. Um, okay. And it's really weird. Like, <laughs> I had so much fun with it. I watched it like at like seven in the morning on a Sunday mm-hmm. and I was oh, like, perfect. yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Um, and it's full Japanese, like Japanese language subtitle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. I don't know how this movie came to me, but, yeah. um, was I it like a, on a, a list? Like that you were that you had already. You were like, I'm gonna watch this at some point. 
or or did you just see I, it was on my list okay. no yeah i i definitely like searched for it because yeah my, it was really awkward because i searched for it on amazon by searching baby ass because i said that and then it popped up and right. then <laughs> several hours later my wife went to watch tv and that was baby still ass. up and she was like why are you searching for baby ass and i'm like i was looking for this yeah hilarious um Ass. Yeah, I don't know how it came to me. It, it was on my yeah. letterbox. Um, yeah. So, like, I put it on there, like, a while ago. But yeah. I, really, I really enjoyed it. That's um, awesome. And it's new. The too. other it's thing. Like- <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's like, been... It's from last year. Yeah. But it just released, like, a couple weeks ago. I gotcha. Um, okay. I think it... Like, I think that's what it was, is I saw it. I really wanted to watch it. But it wasn't available yet. Yep. And then... I saw that it had come out and yeah. Uh, wow. The other thing I watched that's not an obscure Japanese um, <laughs> hitman movie uh, is Lightyear. Mm. The Pixar movie is very different. That's on um, Disney Plus now. That's on Disney Plus now. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Um, weird. Very weird. Uh, have you seen it? I have. Yes. Yeah. So I don't really know what I was expecting with this yeah but but the thing i come away from it is or the thing i come away from it with is it was just kind of cookie cutter yeah Mm -hmm. and i was trying to be like trying to place like where have i seen this like group structure before where it's like here's your main character the supplementary like support character and then two like weird oddballs Mm mm-hmm you know, and I was like, oh, is it like other Pixar movies that I'm thinking of? And I'm like, Cars or like Finding Nemo or something. And I'm like, not really. And then it occurred to me that most of what I'm thinking of is actual Disney animated yeah. films. Mm-hmm. You know, like Wreck-It Ralph and yeah. um, Moana. Yeah. 100%. You know, where you've got you've got Maui, Moana, and then like, you know, the chicken, the chicken water, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, or... Um, Raya and the Last Dragon, where they, you know, are here's these two main characters, and then they get a crew that that follows them around. And the thing with the the back to Lightyear, the thing with that is like the accessory characters, ancillary characters mm-hmm. were terrible. Yeah, they were nothing. Like they were there was like literally no dimension to them whatsoever. It was like here's a a felon and like a guy whose entire personality is scared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and who is just is Taika Waititi like literally. Yeah. You know? Um, so I don't know. I like, I was fine with it. Um, I'm terrible. glad I watched it. Yeah. It's not terrible. I was just kind of like, okay, like Super it, it's unnecessary. not, I, yeah, I won't remember it in. No, I did have one really sad realization. So <laughs> the movie starts with, uh, in 1995, a boy named Andy got a Buzz Lightyear doll based on his favorite movie. This is that movie. Mm-hmm. And my cynical ass brain went into overdrive. And I was like, well, wait, why the fuck is there like just the Buzz Lightyear dolls then? You yeah. know what I mean? Why did we never get it? And then I went, oh, and again, this is cynical, but oh, it was 1995 and all the other characters are women or minorities. Yes, literally. Yes. And it's like, yep. Nope, yep. they're not making uh, mm-hmm. not making action figures out of them in 1985. Right. Which is why it's so interesting because it's like where 
where does this take place? Like when? Yeah. Because it's in the future, but also it's not in the future. Like it's very much yeah. not. So you're it's it's placed in a spot where you're like, what? Why did we need this? Where does it take place? And is anybody gonna really remember this in a, a yeah. year? Which it's, no. It's, <laughs> yeah. It was pure it's just weird. for cash, which is why they put it in theaters, and they didn't put like turning red in theaters, which is like yeah. Well, that it's was a better those, movie. Like I, yeah, yeah, and I feel like they just. It was just that we have to continue the Toy Story franchise in some capacity. Which is like, no, you, you don't. Know? Like, you don't. To- you know, honestly, Toy Story 4, similar vein of this, of mm-hmm. there's the, the like, peripheral characters. Like, there's the Key and Peel duo yeah, and in Forky. Toy Story 4 that, and Forky that are just like. Like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Serve no further depth than, like, witty one-liners, but. Literally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of like okay, cool. Um, mm-hmm. I liked Chris Evans in it. Yeah, I thought he did a good Buzz Lightyear. Um, yeah, Kiki Palmer, I think, was um, mm-hmm. the daughter also of really good, his yeah. friend. Yeah, which was she was good. But again, like I, I, it felt kind of like empty. You're like, there's no, we, we, they don't really spend time developing Buzz because we like know him, but we don't know yeah. him because he, we know the toy version of him, which is some, which is not him. You it's know? overly <laughs> fixated on like fitting in the catchphrases that yeah. he has. Yeah. And Zerg and all of this stuff that's yeah, just Zerg. The only other character from this franchise to have a toy established in the Toy Story universe. And look, it's also the same. White it's it's guy. the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers, Spoilers. I guess. But like, um, it's although I, get, I feel like one of the Toy Stories established that like when that reveal happened, I went, yeah, I, I feel like we knew that. Well, in Toy Story 2, they established that he was his dad, which is like just a Star Wars thing. But I'm yeah. like, it, it, it yeah, making logical sense out of this is 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 a is a not something we're going to do right now. Um, yeah, it's so. Uh, yeah, it's just inconsequential. Like, yeah, I'll remember soul for a very long time. Yeah, dude. I will struggle to remember the plot point. I'm like sitting here. I watched it like four days ago and I'm sitting here going like. There was the thing like why were they something about energy with the robots and the yeah like I don't remember the robots yeah. even <laughs> I don't know that's so, not good that's not um, good <laughs> and then I feel like we I, I kind of went on a more of a safari on uh, <laughs> on Lightyear than I anticipated but I also want to okay. touch base um, watched uh, House of Dragon yeah last night. By the time this comes out, it will be almost time for another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on board. I know you're not a huge Game of Thrones person, um, but man, it was crazy to be back. Like it, you got sucked right back into that world. That's what I was wondering. Does it feel like? Does yeah. it feel natural that you're going back? Yeah, There's that's some, awesome. Yeah, and it's really bizarre to think, like looking at some of the characters. I don't know how to describe this, but they feel very much like season one characters. Mm. Not that they're not going to be around, but like they'll be just fleshed their out overall <laughs> they're and their overall like aesthetic and design, you know what I yeah. mean, will be more like established. Like, yep. you know, if you watch the first episode of Game of Thrones, it's like, yeah. you know, Rob Stark is like 15, you know, <laughs> yeah. Bran is like a child, yeah, like all like these seven. characters. Daenerys looks like, you know, that was <laughs> lots of terrible wigs in uh, House of Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, but Matt Smith. that's that's <laughs> Matt. I love Matt Smith. He's, he's amazing so good in that. I <laughs> never. I say this. Yeah, it's it, he's so. It's amazing the career that he's built for himself. Yeah, 
like he's a he, he's a character actor. Like, he was Doctor Who. Like yeah. most people could just be like, "Yep, all right, I'm good." Yeah, that's yeah. that's that can be my crowning achievement. But yeah. he's like, then he shows up at Last Lane Soho and Morbius and House of and Dragon the Crown and the Crown, like, and he's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so good. So it's worth it was worth them. Like this doesn't feel like it's tacked on. Like there's there's weight to this show. I mean, like it is tacked on. It but- has the potential. Okay. Um, to feel tacked on because there are a few things that you're like, remember this. Gotcha. But the weird thing is, is like I did, you know what I mean? I was like, just like trying to talk about stuff with my wife and I was like pulling out names from game of Thrones. And I'm like, I, if you had said like, what was this character's name? I'd have been like, I don't know, but like put me back in the context of that. And I was like, Oh, so like, you know, when Danny was talking to like through this whole right thing, I was like, okay, yeah, there's there's these characters that and did you, are still in my head. And did you rewatch anything prior? I rewatched one episode. Okay. Saturday night. What I watched episode? like season two, episode three or something. Like I just like put something random on to be like, yeah. oh yeah, we should like, um, <laughs> and it was very bizarre. Um, yeah. It's very weird to watch a show where, you know, like, I know how you die. I know how you die. I know right. how you die. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's very, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you watch She-Hulk, right? I'm going to touch on this for a, a second here, just because I like She-Hulk so far. I think it's fun. Yeah. I think it's funny. I think it's going to be what we wanted to be, which is like a courtroom procedural. The only thing I want to say about this is I feel it now. I feel the fatigue of being like, mm-hmm. even though I enjoyed this show and I got it a little bit with Miss Marvel too. And a lot with Thor where I'm like, this feels like homework. Like I was mm-hmm. watching she Hulk. I, I stopped it and left and came back like three times. It's not that long of an episode, but yeah. I'm just like, I just, it feels like I'm obligated to be here mm-hmm. and it all feels very similar. And I mm-hmm. think that the show is going to be good, but I'm hitting this weird point where I, I'm, it's a struggle, even if it's a good show. Yeah. And I'm wondering if people are feeling that with me because I think they are. I don't how did you feel about it? I I was into it, but I know exactly what you mean. Like it's not it's it's not what it used to be. It's not like yeah. and I I felt this with Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. I felt this with Moon Knight. I felt this oh, yeah. with I mean definitely Hawkeye and stuff like that where it's like like of course I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But I, like it's, I feel no obligation to watch it on the night that it comes out. God no, no. Um, and I had that all the way back to like Loki. I think I was like yeah. binging the last three episodes of Loki. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just I I did read, which I find interesting, that most of that episode was originally supposed to be the eighth episode. Hmm. Like they were gonna do the whole origin thing like way later and just like go straight into it gotcha which i could there was i feel like there was a level of fatigue where it's like okay like you know you're hitting the same points of she is different than hulk right right like five or six times and i'm like oh yeah yes um yeah like let's start telling her story kind of thing now um right right and i've been reading things that supposedly she's going to be like a huge part of the MCU going forward. I know. Um, 
a lot of these characters wild. are and it's such a bummer because i'm like we're getting into some really interesting characters now but right at yeah. the point in time where i'm like even if this show is amazing i'm yeah. still like uh okay um yeah six episodes and then we got to do like whatever comes next and then echo and then and then it's like oh yeah. my god like them putting out the slate almost makes me already go oh okay yeah well and we like go. it's not a thing where it's like you know you figure what at its peak they were releasing four movies a year yeah right yeah so like okay four movies that's eight hours right you know which is one show right you know, so it's like, yeah, it's, you know, and we've been going all year with this. We've been going through Miss Marvel and uh, Moon Knight and Moon Knight. And was was there another one this year <sighs> or was that? No, Hawkeye was at the end of last year because it was yeah around Christmas. Um, but we also had um, Thor and Doctor Strange. Yeah. And so yeah. and whatever residuals were coming from uh, No Way Home. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, it's tough, man. It's. It's also getting really, this is going to be the understatement of the year, but it's getting really, really big. <laughs> yeah. Like it's getting big. Like, yeah. I mean, just all three, like Moon Knight, She-Hulk and Miss Marvel are existing in entirely, like there's no overlap there where, you know, in the original adventure stuff, it was like, you know, here's five different characters that are like kind of in their own thing, but like not that far apart. And right. here I'm like, like there is a main storyline. There is yeah. no main storyline now. And it's like yeah. Shang-Chi, who knows Eternals? When does that even take place? Like who knows? And yeah, it just, um, it. the only thing that bums me out is that we're getting the most diverse and open yeah. version of Marvel now. And now is when people are like, ah, I don't really care. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with them. Like, I think again, Miss Marvel is great. I think that She-Hulk has the potential of being really great and I'm just like not into it. it. Like I'm just well. Not. There's no like huge. Th like I feel like there's no huge thing coming, right? You know. Yeah. Like Black Panther two, but even like looking at the trailer, we we don't have to get into an MCU chat here. But even looking <laughs> at the trailer for Black Panther two, I'm like, this seems like it's all set up. Mm -hmm. This seems like we're just setting up six different things. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like that's just what their tentpole stuff's going to be from now yeah. on of like, yeah, here's Dr. Strange is going to set up the multiverse. Ant-Man's going to set up Kang, like, mm -hmm. you know, and then we're going to get all this. It's, it's, it's getting tiring. It is. It is. But, but I'm in on She-Hulk. I'm in on She-Hulk. I think it's quality. Yeah. I think it's really funny. I think she's going to be great. Tatiana there. She's amazing. Um, um And I really want to see. I hope it's a case of the week type of thing. I think I, that would be really fun. I, I'm, I'm curious be, to see what happens. Yeah. Um, um, what do you think of the CG? I, it didn't bother me as much. I think you you were right on the money where it's like, I think it's her hair changing that I'm like, yeah. that's what messes up. With, I'm like, it doesn't look as good as Ruffalo's Hulk, but yeah. also like it doesn't look that bad comparatively like i think yeah. it was fine like it's all yeah i think it was i think it was fine there were a few there were like two or three moments where i but yeah other than yeah. that yeah i thought she like it worked fine you know i'm like yeah, yeah. it Which, wasn't like standing out yeah. yeah yeah exactly so um <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah new episode 
Well, I guess we'll be two episodes in at this point. So. At this point, yes. So it's coming out on Thursdays now, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. First one on Wednesday, subsequent ones on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>